This is Daniel. Hi. <laughs> Hopefully that didn't put our listeners to sleep or better yet, relaxed you um, after that money wounds two-parter episode. Yikes. Um, Yikes. Hopefully uh, it made us all rethink our wallets. But in case you have money in your wallet, what should they do for us, Nicole? Um, <laughs> they should A, support the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um and B support the Patreon. Um but let me circle back to money wounds. Okay. Yes. Um so I received a comment, a question, mm-hmm. a comment more than a question about that episode. Mm-hmm. Um and let, let me pull let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. Um so dear Brujas, comment more than a question. So so important to talk about money and money wounds. But if y'all want to talk about money, you should talk about money. There was a lot of conversation about how you are bad at money or don't have money, but no one talked about how much money they make or have or how you do money with your partners. I don't know who asked, who asked that. I do. <laughs> um, and... It, it that made me think because like in the moment I I I thought we like I I thought that I was being really um like vulnerable but I wasn't like um I think I was like like I mm, I guess maybe because we're not socialized to really talk about money uh, mm. that it was like the um like maybe we we thought or I. I guess let me not put words in your mouths, um, but we could definitely go deeper with that if y'all are open to it. If you have your pitaka open hey. enough to um, dig deeper, because I think it that would like no one really talks about money in that way, like yeah, with full transparency like that, like um, and I think that would give folks like an even more uh, clearer picture of like how complicated it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be to talk mm-hmm. about money. Um, but, you know, um, maybe we could save that for the Patreon. I, I mean, I, we should save it for the Patreon so we can have money in our, our pockets. But I really, I like this comment because um, it starts a conversation. Like, you know, obviously we're no experts, but um, it's really great that, you know, there is interest and there is like more to say. And I'm excited about that comment mostly. Yeah. When you, when you said interest, I was just like, okay, money talks. We love that. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I also feel like, I mean, part of money wounds is just like not being comfortable and like not knowing where the boundaries are in regards to money or like talking about money. Yeah. And we could, it's like, we, we didn't really even open up, like, right. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. I don't want to say that we were tangential, like, when we talked about it, but, but I think we did go around the wound rather than, like, into the wound. Oh, for sure. It was kind of like, uh, when you are too nervous to do the tinickling <laughs> and you're just, you're just, yeah. uh, dancing around it instead of going through this, like, 
going across the sticks. Yeah. I don't want to get my foot chopped off. I will say. Who says, your, who says your foot's going to get chopped off, though? Announcements. Announcements. Um, so, A, support the Patreon. Um, if you're traveling to Las Vegas or if you will be in Las Vegas uh, during November 12th, uh, Cozy's got the second annual uh, festival cozy fest cozy fest are you comfortable make come making zines comfortable in your skin cozy by beyonce Ooh. we'll be at the clark county library that's located on maryland and flamingo over by the blueberry hill restaurant y'all um from noon to four so i'm really excited about this i was really nervous about uh us starting grad school and um doing the math yeah uh but um it's gonna be real laid back uh so far no uh senators will be um we know we don't know (laughs) well okay so heather did tell me that a certain someone is coming to las vegas again but it's actually not during our weekend surprise surprise Speaking of uh, politicians, the week before is Vegas like Comic Book Festival, and um, someone's trying to suck me into an Andrew Yang like roundtable, and I said, "No, thank you." Somewhere else. Ew. I'm here, y'all. They're trying to uh, get us at their roundtables, mm-hmm. but I'm like, "But, but, what's happening though? Is is there more? Like, I just feel like there's just these conversations, but like, but, but, what happens now? <laughs> like, you know, well, we all, what? you know." To make us feel good and heard, but are they listening? Hearing and listening are two different things. Huh? Um, what? <laughs> and then if we saw you at the Barrack Museum, how long ago was that? Was that in September? Yes. Time is fake to me. But um, <laughs> so we are, we are doing another workshop with the Barrack Museum um, on Saturday, December 3rd, tentatively 2 to 4 p.m. at the Marjorie Barrack Museum um, at UNLV. Two cultures, one family, one zine family. Hey. Part two, two zine, two zurious. You uh, know, I just thought of that, but like, I, I don't know if they're actually going to roll with it. Um, <laughs> uh, are any of these, do you have to pay to do any of these things, Nicole? Huge. Thanks question. for asking, Jean. All of these events are free to the public. <gasps> Wow. Sounds like you guys care about my money wounds. <laughs> wow. I was about to say. You know, we're all about oh, inclusion. Are are we all, all going to be there? Like for example, do you guys do y'all need a um comic mm-hmm. table handler? We do. We love that we loved our last trade table. Um so uh liaison so much. Uh he's now a co-host of Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be another um a past Bruja guest that will be making an appearance. Yeah, spoilers. spoilers! Come, come to the events to find out who. Oh shit! See, we got a lot going on. Yeah, what a party! Yes. Get the Barcada had... back together. Yeah, COVID's over, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're just out here. COVID's over. <laughs> as, as we're coughing. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for the announcements. I guess no I will t- we'll talk about <laughs> what's going on real briefly uh, in the haps before we dive real deep. Um, hey, it's me, your friendly Jean Munson, 
sometimes funny, I guess. Um, so some updates, top three updates for me in the past week, even though it feels like forever since I've seen these two. Um, I've been having really good days at work, like boba related today. Mm. Um, I was part of an ambushed meeting. That was really fun. Not on me. I got to ambush somebody. Wait, that was really what? We've just been emailing this person and I just showed up in their office like we're having a meeting right now. Oh, um, dang. Yeah. Confrontation. It was confrontational. But Ambush cool. meeting. We had, we had a good time. Um, passing business cards. Um, but yeah, really, really <laughs> I, I like to work chemistry with my friends. Um, Sion and Jasmine, shout out to them. Jasmine! Uh, when and if they graduate, but you know, can't keep people forever, I guess. Mm. Um, all right. So second piece of really good news. This happened yesterday. National Bookstore hit me up about stretch marks because I hit them up. Um, and they really loved my book. But um, due to uh, inflation and shipping, they said no go. <laughs> no go, bitch. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but they wrote a really heartfelt letter, which is really cool because at the heart of it, we got to have a conversation about plus size bodies in our Filipino culture. And maybe when I have the courage to screenshot that and be like, Hey, look, we're having a cool conversation. I think the person who reviewed my work was also plus size. And she was just like, I really love this, but you know, shipping. Bitch. <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's okay. I don't think it was a loss. I think that's really cool. Cause you know, as anybody who's went to the Philippines, national bookstores, the shit. So, I mean, if, if anyone else, uh, potential, um, or not potential, but uh, if other listeners mm. are familiar with um, National Bookstore and if they maybe send an email or something. Yeah, that would be really great, y'all. Help, help me out. Um, which also makes me think about briefly Tresse. You know how hard it was to get to the U.S. Um, for yeah. a long time until Barnes picked it up and Netflix. But um, maybe I... That's maybe, next. Yeah, maybe I'm young budge no just kidding <laughs> don't you dare get into nfts no um i'm too, I'm too money wounded for that um anywho uh, <laughs> um i've been a traveling bee so i've i went to san diego and boston in the last couple of weeks and it was just really good for me internally getting away for a bit uh my life you're also in um phoenix oh yeah and phoenix y'all it's just also fast um, so I'm really grateful to be back in here in the space with you too, Daniel. Um, I've also been a traveling bee. Wait, when were you in Boston? Just last weekend. Wait, me too. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm I'm shook. I can't believe it. I love. <laughs> um, you also so... there for the daga? <laughs> the daga mice? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he was, he was, like, he was there doing his job. Yeah, what? Uh, I was uh, there doing my... Oh, yeah, you were, like, field tripping, huh? Yeah, yeah. So um, our school has a fall break, thank God, because I was burnt <laughs> out. So um, Cody and I went to Los Angeles for, like, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Uh, for a Golden Girls pop-up restaurant. Oh, interesting. Oh, I hear it's fun. Yeah, and I, yeah. The only thing that I enjoyed, I think, is uh, the lasagna that was there, and they were blasting, blasting '80s music. And for octogenarians, we can't, we can't blast music in their houses. Um, and wait, then what afterwards, does that mean, Daniel. Wait, what? 
octogenarian. Oh, oh yeah, like the 80-year-olds. Oh. oh my God. Um, because golden girls. Here's an octopus. <laughs> what? Something to do with like, like optometry? I don't know why. Lol. I digress. Um, uh, and then afterwards, so we went back and then I had to go on um, a work trip to the East Coast and we hit up like, I think our last count was like eight states within five days. Wow. It was crazy. Oh, that's a lot. Um, yeah, we were touring colleges as part of our like, you know, mission to give access to, you know, like colleges for um, East Las Vegas students. Mm. So we toured colleges. Um, I was there with like six other chaperones um, and about 50 kids. Most of the kids never set foot in like another state or ever rode a plane mm. or walked in a city. Oh my gosh. Like all of them were like slow pokes. And I'm like, y'all, like New Yorkers are going to run you over. Um, Get out the way. Uh-uh. Get, get out of here get out of here um and then because of that i think I, like i think i got sick from just being in the like, cold weather and coming back mm-hmm. to vegas thinking that's gonna be hot weather but it's mm-hmm. like super chilly again so um feeling a little bit under the weather i have like a scratchy throat um and like i'm congested and i'm just like great this is this is it, y'all. Like, we are winter now. Yeah, it is winter time. That was me last week. That's wild. That's yeah, the hung in was, wild. like, really wild. Wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, our flight got delayed because of... Same. Because of the wind. And then also... Wait, did we come back on the same flight? Um. <laughs> 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 uh, and then um, I felt super, super sad for my friends who are here because uh, uh, day one of the emo festival got canceled. Mm, sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was real emo vibes. Real, um, real emo vibes. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I um I was driving home from work the the morning of the second day. And it was really backed up off of Sahara over by um, the Strip. And I've never seen so many uh, black hoodies <laughs> in like, <laughs> one area. And like former um, alternate models, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those were heavily, the days. Heavily yeah. tattooed femmes, heavily pierced on the internets, showing areolas. You oh missed- my gosh. They were all at this concert, um, this festival. Wait, did y'all have a scene name? Mine was Daniel Disaster. No. (gasps) Oh my God. Okay, I just revealed Uh, something that I've I've hidden for so much. You know what? (laughs) Thank you for being so vulnerable. I really like that though. You should keep it. That could be a really good zine um, series. Daniel Disaster. Yeah. I want to think of one later. Reclaim it. <laughs> um, wow, Daniel Disaster. Um, Nicole. Uh, you had a birthday. <gasps> That's right. You did. Also, you thank, birthday? You, thank you, everyone who uh, oh contributed to the collective gift. I am uh, in this my second, third childhood. 
um, Gene the Gamer. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cool gamer name now. A gaming game? I don't know, but my avatar looks like me now. I don't look like Gina Parham, which is how I started. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know how, like, in Animal Crossing, when you start, you, you yeah. all look like Gina? Um, I'm no longer Gina. I'm just Jean. <laughs> so now we can actually do the... Um, we can do, like, a special uh, Animal Cross with Bruja Baddies. For yes. the Patreon. Yeah. So, I still yeah. have a tent, though. I don't have a house, so don't judge me. Listen, that I think that folks would really enjoy that. Cool. Like seeing it from like the very beginnings of yes. um, settler right. colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Gene, if you know, um, if you need financial help, we got some bells to do. Yeah, you're uh, you're talking to a couple of billionaires over here. Wow! Oh my gosh, I've never heard that term, and that's so smart. Really billionaires i don't think that i came up with it i mean i, I think i heard it somewhere else but i'm so glad avatar animal crossing gene um will not have money wounds thanks to you yeah because <laughs> uh i will i cheat the game that's why a- yes i'm using the system you can only find that out on patreon <laughs> <laughs> um i do want to briefly mention uh the first um to cultures onezine family yeah. workshop that we did where my parents came and it was a very that. it was a transformative moment because um they made a zine like they oh, each made a mini zine mm-hmm. yeah um so i made a zine that was called like um i am i'm here because of them and it was inspired by uh, dr erica bod's um what is like a description of the exhibit um, and so it's like really, um, I don't know, it was kind of sad. I, I think when I was drawing it, I definitely started crying. <laughs> um, but it's just like a, uh, like my family's uh, immigration story. And so this is the first time that my parents had seen this zine and it, and they took it in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, like my mom um, kind of just wrote about stuff that she enjoys and um also added her like how much she weighed when she came to the U.S. Uh, I never and how much yeah and how much she currently weighs and it was like like that's a big like she definitely still feels a type of way about it at like 80 Mm. something years old that's like (laughs) but also my mom also uh she commented something really nice about cozy on cozy's uh facebook page about and she was i think this is like the first time my parents really like especially my mom for her to um like really be involved in an art project of mine and to support me in it without like talking shit about it yeah it was um yeah and like really see that like it's meaningful work that even though it's like she sees how it's meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a, a really cool moment for me and my inner children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it where uh, uh, she was like, hey, I missed this. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't there one of Oh, the- yeah. And then I did not remind her about the workshops we did at the Las Vegas Book Fair. And the panel we did that Gina and I did at 
um, at the barrack. Um, and my mom saw pictures from them and was like, hey, you need to remind people. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> but she, also what was funny was that she said you have to remind people who are busy, but she spelled it bussy. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bussy. Yay. Yeah, so that was funny. All right, so after two years of surviving a global pandemic, i.e. intense quarantining, fearing for our lives, mask mandates. Um, have our values and ways of decision-making shifted in how we relate or want from the world? As most of us have returned to our uh, day jobs in person, I hate it. Did we return exactly the same? Maybe? Let's let's fuck around <laughs> and find out. Um <laughs> With 2022 cooling down the hot ass desert and literally like from 100 degrees to like 50 degrees. Um, <laughs> let's talk about possible transitions on the horizon, contemplation, or themifestation. That's a lot. We're talking about transitions, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, here's our first question. Uh, what did you feel like was a certainty in your life pre-pandemic? So that's like circa 2019, early 2020. Um, I could start. Uh, I just remembered myself as being like a social butterfly, wanting to go to like a cafe every like every every weekend, going to do this, going to do that. Social media influencer vibes. And I'm just like, let me take a picture of like how much I'm having fun in quotes. <laughs> um, and I also had plans to move to the pacific northwest whoa yeah i'm glad you're still here but um yes um i'll say for me in in that in that time span 2019 2020 um i thought that i would keep making comics in the community like i was like ramping it up every year and i kept i kept thinking like oh i'll continue to do that and i'll continue to visit all the schools for comics and that I would just continue to be like this top dog leader in comic projects. And I'm like, well, it's definitely not that now, which we'll go into. But yeah, just doing the most. Nicole. Yeah. Oh, you're still not doing the most? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the less most. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. Um, less most? The less most. You know, you know, I thought I was gonna go on a cruise. Oh, um, I was gonna oh. I was gonna leave the United States for the first time. <laughs> um and I was gonna go on this cruise with my wi-fi and my in-laws to Mexico and I was gonna drink my weight in Palomas because we definitely bought that drink package and you know I was gonna swim in a cenote and I was gonna learn more conversational Spanish through J Balvin wait what's a cenote it's like um it's like one of those underwater caves Oh, it's like really deep. okay. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that. Oh, okay. It's not that I'm glad that you didn't go on a cruise, but I'm glad that you didn't go on a cruise because you would have been stuck on that ship. Oh, yeah. oh I definitely would have gotten sick. Yeah. I don't. Well, I think that it was like May when we were supposed to go on our cruise, and she was shut down in March. So right. Yeah, that was not happening. Although. My mother-in-law was like, I'm going to go on that cruise. We're going on that cruise. And me and Heather were like, okay, bye. We're not going. 
Um, so with all of that being shared, what do you want now in 2020, now and also in 2023? <laughs> okay, I'll start. Um, definitely I want more rest and play time, which I've gotten to dabble with uh, towards the end of this year, like um, gaming and reading, like just non-academic-y things. Like that's so fun. Um, even if it's like eight pages long, right? Because we've been doing a lot of zine stuff with Cozy and reading other people's things. Um, it's just been really fun to sit on my couch with all the little like books and zines I've collected on my travels. Because I'm not like a partier, y'all. I just I just like to be a little magpie and and, and collect things. Um, sometimes I feel guilt because I'm like, damn, that's a big stack. But I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, I also want to have a kid. I think this is a year. I'm feeling very cool. <sighs> Um, I mean, there's no, nothing in me, um, but I, I'm demifesting. Um, to give Stitch a sibling, it'll be really great. We'll just be a little wolf pack together. Oh, and Gosh, Nicole, this is our this is our chance to be godparents. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry, but I will not pay for college. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also. Uh, I'm really, I really want to enjoy the learning part of graduate school lately, um, which has so far been pretty good. Um, I will say I have really uh, chill professors. Like we've had two weeks off coming up, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, that's really me. Like I, I, I mean, I will say, and I think Nicole uh, might be in this boat, just like with graduate school again, is just another lofty transition. And so um, to be mid-semester and um, not having to lose my mind has been really nice. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will echo that. Um, I would still like to drink my weight in Palomas, maybe not <laughs> in like a short amount of time. Um, and I would like to go swimming, but in my backyard mm. um, instead. And so, um. After Heather and I went to um, Marcella's birthday party, um, we were really inspired by just the state of her backyard mm -hmm. and how it's just like such a chill place. And I think we're pretty um, like that's a goal of ours next year is to get our our backyard to a place where like we could just enjoy it, you know? Wow. Um, yeah, so shout out to Marcella's backyard <laughs> <laughs> and also uh a friend Maribel is is a listener too I didn't know that. <gasps> Maribel's Hi. so cool I love yes. um also um so I think I I still want to continue learning Spanish because mm, we, we are definitely going to need it um becoming school counselors Absolutely. in Clark County, especially. Um, and yeah, I want to echo what Jean said about grad school. And this is, it, it was a really hard first couple of weeks. Um, yeah. But I really love it now. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt your uh, answer, but it was, uh, I think we had just come back from our cozy dedication ceremony, like a Monday, two Mondays ago. And one of our classmates says, you know, you and Nicole are like, like the same. Like, and I was like, what do you mean? And what? Like, Their caliber of personality. Like, it's just like, I don't know how to say it, but it was like, almost like we're folded in or whatnot. And I, um, but they finished a comment about you, right? So it was just like, oh, you two, like, I, you know, you guys are cool. Basically saying that we're cool, but like, 
then they went off to really super compliment you and how well you're doing in graduate school. Listen, and that it, that story is is part of my next answer. My oh, so sorry. Yeah. No, it's cool. Keep going. I just love it because it was really nice. To hear, <laughs> yeah. like, not only did they know that we were super associated and affiliated with each other, but then I could enjoy a compliment made by you or made about you and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to process that and enjoy that and be happy for Nicole too. And, um, and I'll tell them when I see them, but I didn't say that in front of them. Like, I'm not like, ah, I'm just going to be awesome. You know? Uh, so that was kind of, I can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that on that. Yeah. I, it was really, it was really hard the first couple of weeks. Um, but taking a step back and really, I think we briefly talked about it. I was like, I'm quitting, <laughs> but no. Um, you here, you thriving. So I feel like I've been standing in like the echo chamber of like you two just talking about grad school. Mm. And I, I've, I'm jumping on the bandwagon, y'all. Hey. Um so one of my things that I want in like 2023 is like a steady library job that's gonna get me through going back to school. Um, and yes, I am applying for a master's in library sciences. Mm. Um, I'm also given uh, new tasks at my librarian role at school. So one of the things that um, I'm looking at right now are like grants um, and partnering up with new charters. So in a sense, I could dip my toes in both pots. Um, and then also just enjoying my engagement and being a co-parent to two cats. It might become three soon. Um, and, oh my God. And we have a name for uh, for this cat already. It's, it might be Elmo. Oh, I like that name. Um, I we're I, getting an orange tabby. I I think that's what we're we're either going for an orange tabby or a um or just like a black cat. But we need we need someone to be like the middle ground between Sora's like you know like she's very aloof versus Bubba's very hyperactive. We need someone in the middle. Wow. I can't I wait to see this um <laughs> this uh family constellation <laughs> I I so ex- we were we were gonna go for like another Japanese inspired name but we, we went for Elmo and like that's it Elmo's oh, Elmo's the one <laughs> um, um wow I uh Daniel were you done sorry Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am finished. Thank okay, you. Okay, so we talked about what we wanted, right? Like, you're like, you know, with everything. Um, so what has changed for you or firmly stayed the same, like reflecting back from from here and looking back? Um, I, okay, I don't know if like, I'm just surly because I'm older or if if it's also a combination of, um, being in retail for as long as I've been and, um, going back to work real, like as soon as furlough was over, we were like back in the store and just having to deal with customers who just want so much from Mm -hmm. us, like early on 
when um, like vaccines weren't really weren't readily available. Um, I kind of don't have I don't have a high threshold for um, bullshit in like the workplace. So like, um, I okay. So I do. I work at two different retailers, <laughs> and one is very different than the other. And um, and like retail sucks in general, but I don't is I have a much more pleasant time working under capitalism at this other spot because of like, because I have a general manager who like um, advocates for us Mm -hmm. as much as she can. And because, um, you know, we work around a clientele that's like predominantly black and brown and working class. And so um, it's like, I don't have to, like, I don't feel as dehumanized when I'm there. Mm than when I'm on the other side of town, which if you know me, you know where I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so I think that like, um, I just don't really have a tolerance for um, people who or people who really try to say shit like no one wants to work anymore or, mm-hmm. you know, like just that kind of like hyper-capitalist stuff. All right, not even hyper-capitalist, but just like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just fucking so um exhausting yeah given what like a pandemic is and people just expecting um the rest of us who's like very at the very not not even the very lowest because I would say that's like garment workers Mm -hmm. but just like we're nowhere near the top and Mm -hmm. folks expect so much from us you know, I still enjoy the outdoors. I enjoy being mm-hmm. far away from other people in the outdoors. Um, it. I think maybe the second week of school, I stopped wearing a mask just because no one else was wearing one. So I guess like, like even though we're like outside and stuff like, and we're raw dogging oxygen, <laughs> so, um, I don't think I want to travel really far. Like I don't want to leave the country or just the the mainland I guess mm-hmm. yeah I'm just, I think I'm just um I don't want to be trapped for like with other people and yeah. for so I I don't know Jean how you did it going to Guam you did it yeah yeah um Daniel um for me I've fully embrace being like a homebody like when people like say like home is where the heart is like yes <laughs> like my my couch is there my bed is there my fiance my books my cats my fridge are there um I hate traffic and like I don't know if if y'all have noticed this but everyone seems to drive on the fast lane yeah literally everyone and I'm like y'all if you're not gonna pass, don't be on the fast lane. <laughs> I I hate I hate Las Vegas traffic. Um, another thing too. Like maybe that's a, the only thing that like stayed the same. I hate traffic. <laughs> um, I've also like started like reserving energy for like what I truly want to do, not necessarily like what I think I need to do. Um, and that just goes back to like me setting and making my my personal boundaries clear mm. like i've started um 
like before like whenever like I'm at school and I'm like let's say that I'm typing out a message or like I'm typing out an email or I'm researching something and a student just like interrupts that that flow of work mm-hmm. um before I'd I'd stop what I'm doing and then like I would talk to like the yeah. student and, and see like what you know like what they need from me but nowadays I get so flustered mm-hmm. that I just like I just tell them to like, like give me a second like let's look at this like social cue I'm working on something do not interrupt me mm-hmm. let me finish this in like 10 seconds and then I'll go back to you like that has that has like enhanced like my my mental capacity yeah. at work because now I'm like I'm not juggling anymore. I'm I'm making things very compartmentalized so that I'm not exhausting myself. That I feel like what you just said reaffirms what Nicole means is because Nicole isn't like in a workspace that like can kind of do that because it's like you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like it's so great that you can exercise that because you know there's the opportunity to do so. But um that also ties to my answer too, is just like um being more mindful of how I allocate energy like that's how I've really really changed because I was just like um a busy and accessible bee in 2019 and um now I'm okay if all I can give is 10 percent and I was even thinking about like you know when we're all home like I was like at some point we will really miss this you know like being able to see our significant others all the time and smothering our pets and eating whenever, wherever we wanted. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I know we'll miss this. And so, um, I don't know, that's, you know, I really feel like that's where I am, like mindfully and energetically. And so after finishing my book, Stretch Marks, something in me like really healed. Um, and I feel like changing the chapter from comics because comics was predominantly my identity in 2019 and 2020-ish. Um, so I just, I want to change it from, comics making into like really relationship building like with my family and maybe future counseling clients and stuff like I mean I'll always enjoy comics but I don't think I just want to be the comic girl anymore and I think that's really cool because like I feel like there are other modalities now um, especially having gone to graduate school and um, taking this intentional break from comics to just be like there's so many other ways to do um fun and healing work and comedic work right and so um yeah that's kind of what's really changing which is a very hard uh u-turn of sorts for me so yeah that's amazing because that's like you're giving up a lot of uh not giving up but you're you are releasing um responsibility Mm -hmm. from uh like places that you've definitely served in and now we'll see if they sink or swim you know right or like if they step up yeah Yeah. like your mama and your mama's uh retirement and all her homies and her squad Mm -hmm. are they stepping up right i sure hope so i don't i really don't know (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and she's super happy and she's modeling that for me, you know. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the uh, icky parts about change mm-hmm. and what's been affirming um, and what's been surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start with affirming. Mm-hmm. I feel more rested 
like I actually have time for myself, which means that I also have time to um, cultivate relationships that I already have. Mm-hmm. Um, and like thinking more deeply about this too, like I made it a goal to call my mom twice a week. Mm-hmm. And she always um, like expects me to call on Thursdays, which is like tonight and mm-hmm. Sundays and whenever I miss a call she calls me one and that barely happens so it's like we've established a routine um and she talks she she asks about Cody now too so like things are things feel a lot better with my family um now um uncomfortable parts about change I mean like as as always there's always like something uncomfortable um one of the biggest things that I have is like that voice in your head where where you like where that always asks you like remember when you blah 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 like I've grown to kind of just like be friends with that voice and just be like yeah remember when here's the negative like result of like what you did like let's try not to do that again or like Mm -hmm. remember when you did this oh remember when you um got super super tired and you got really frustrated your friend for no reason like let's avoid that again um so I'm just I just remind myself like what I want uh what that what I used to do is not sustainable for my own health um and on the flip side about like about building connections that I've already had I've also lost connections Mm. and I don't feel bad about it that's powerful um I mean, part of like, you know, like friendships and relationships is that like there has to be like a, a two-way street, not necessarily like a one-way street. Like if I'm always the one reaching out, like that's exhausting to me um, and it's not worth my time anymore. Um, I had a friend who texted me and was just like, hey, are you still in Vegas? Like, do you want to go get lunch tomorrow? And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to you in three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you're just like putting this on me when I am a full ass adult with a full ass job. Mm-hmm. I can't just drop everything for you. Um, Yeeks. who is it? I'm just oh, kidding. Just kidding. It's Don't answer from, that. It, oh, okay. Answer <laughs> I was gonna say it's just someone from like from high school, and I'm just like, right. yeah, we were friends, but at the same time, like, meh. Fair enough. Yeah. <sighs> Thank uh, you, Gene. What about you? Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, the constant theme of is like 2019 hardcore leader Gene. Um. And so to context of that, you know, in in this question, I've been a leader since I was 10, and I've been an educator to at that same age because I used to do neighborhood classes, like um, <laughs> for my friends. Like, uh, way to be a Virgo extra. Although I have all three signs that are Virgo, so it makes sense. Um, And I've been an activist since I was 16, y'all. So the pandemic pushed and continues to push me in a way to understand that if I don't preserve my mental health, my physical health will also collapse. Um, So while I don't, I don't feel burned out. Like there are some episodes we can listen back and I'm just like, y'all, I'm I'm dying out here. And I don't feel burned out today. And I, like I did in the past two years. And I distinctly remember feeling like this listlessness. Um, and I feel like now as a leader, like a leader, right? Like I just, I just want to lead myself. 
just just this this be um I think there's a lot of good that can be done when I'm taking care of like her like me um so just to like I know that was super meta so let me just like bring this into like the fold of like a story to like flesh that out so like um last like a few nights ago like at one of our night classes I was like cracking jokes and my professor poses this question to the whole class um and was like who makes us happy and one of my classmates said my name and he asked her he looked her in the eye and he's like why and she said because it's like really calming to be around Jean and then he asked me he looked at me straight in the eye and was like why is that Jean and I think it was like the day we got a break from another class and I was like, oh yeah, I just had a siesta instead of having coffee. And in that moment, I like realized I showed up for my um, mental and physical health at exactly the same moment in time that it benefited not just me, but like the people around me in that like one hour of that day. And so um, I really want to continue that track. That's awesome. It um, is I love the growth, y'all. Um, I uncomfortable parts. I hate having to like maintain my facial hair again. <laughs> now that we're like not wearing masks, now I have to like pluck my whiskers and shit. Um, because I, I'm like I have that um insecurity again of like mm. um I've got to perform this femininity, um especially in a, a space where I'm I'm like constantly misgendered and mm-hmm. shit um and uh I oh gosh I forgot to mention that um there's been a lot of therapy over quarantine mm-hmm. not just uh, my individual therapy but Heather mm-hmm. and I started going to a couples therapy um I think in 2021 perhaps um and so there's been a lot of growth um, for us as a as a couple and um, just seeing how and being like super reflective of um, the perfectionist part in me who uh, I really did not only I don't know I guess I thought about the perfectionist as like just something that was just born out of my parents and um that it was only going to affect me in like school and as a spouse but I'm also realizing like how it affects me as a friend um and um it's super uncomfortable to like to really reflect and see how this all plays out so okay so let me let me focus. Um, going back to Jean, what Jean was talking about. So in one of our classes, um, we have to record these um, fake counseling sessions. Um, and then we have to, well, my class has to uh, present one of these videos mm-hmm. in class to my classmates so that we get feedback. And um, I, while I recorded it, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. This, this is fine. <laughs> I'm just starting this, whatever. And then, uh, there's like a whole paper component to it where you like do a critical analysis and stuff. And I started freaking out because I was nitpicking every single thing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm fidgeting my hands. I'm saying, um, and like a lot. Uh, this is basically a video of like what not to do. And I was like so anxious and spiraling um, 
out of like, I was just catastrophizing so much. And so I was going to be like the, the third or fourth person to show the video. Um, well, I guess the second week of people showing mm -hmm. videos. And so I was like, fuck, everyone before me was like perfect. They all are super empathetic. And I just look like I'm laughing at people. Like my mm -hmm. body, my body, uh, my body language looks really closed off. And I was like, Heather, I can, I can't go to class. Can you like break my legs or something? Like, please. Like, I, oh. and like, even just sitting in class that day, I, it was just such a struggle to just get up from my chair and walk to the front. And I even like disclosed to my classmates. I was like, y'all, I'm really sorry. Um, this fucking sucks. And even telling my classmate, who's my partner, I was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm not being all willy nilly with the things that you share with me. Um, like I'm, I want to do this. I like, I want to be a better counselor. And um, they're like, you did fine. And then I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And then, so I showed the video and then afterwards um, I just got fantastic feedback from my <laughs> classmates. And um, it was like everything that I was nitpicking about myself was the exact opposite of what people were telling me. So like my mm. my my body language was not closed off. It was very open and relaxed and um that I used silence really good and that um like even my word choices of like do you consent to this were were really good. Like I was getting really good like feedback and it was a, a very affirming moment for me that like oh, I am in the right place. I'm where I'm supposed to be. And um, I joked about it, like saying, you know, in the beginning, I was like, well, this is rock bottom. So there's only, I can only go up from here. But um, I, like that moment really made me so much more confident as a student and, and just, um, really needing to uh like address that part of me that is like so that that catastrophizes like I like in a session I did go back and find that younger version of me and I remembered a time like in the fourth grade and I don't like I hadn't thought of that moment in so long and it just really makes you realize that like our upbringings as different as they are, like there's, and considering like all the things like, you know, our parents working, mm -hmm. um, them acclimating to living in the United States, like all of these things. And then thinking also like the fucked up status of like public education, like, mm -hmm all of that working together to like really dehumanize us at such a young age, like really sticks with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so like, I, I love the growth. I love to experience the growth. I love to see other people grow. And um, it's just, you know, it's just kind of awkward in the moment to be like, Oh, Oh. Um, but yeah. So that's, affirming and uncomfortable and I'm welcoming it Ooh. and yeah yeah I'm noticing that like I'm less reactive 
than I was in 2019. Because for sure, like I think about how like these classes have also made me think about, do I want to re-engage with fandom and like research with fandom? Mm. And um, I was just so reactive and just so mean. And like, I'm still kind of mean, but <laughs> like, I think I take a second to say it in my head maybe, or even just like, think, I don't know, like um, my reactions aren't as explosive as they used to be yeah yeah um uh, it just makes you think about how what nerds we were in 2019 2020 and look at us look at us do something with it um what do you need in your toolkit to get where you need to go and I'll kick that off um currently in my toolkit oh look at this kitty um in my toolkit I want to carry the concept of meeting people halfway. Um, something really beautiful, and I think I said it in a previous episode, is that um, when we were in the pandemic, it was really okay and cool when people like couldn't couldn't show up, right? Or like, uh, so I want to carry the concept of meeting people halfway in quotations and outside of quotations. So if someone is not giving ten uh, percent because they don't have it. I just match that instead of feeling guilty or overcompensating with 90%, right? And so no shade. I want to honor straight up and I want to keep this tired people. I want to honor that. And so um, if I want to normalize rest in 2022 and beyond, I want to normalize energy output for sure. That's in my toolkit. Nicole? Hell yeah. Um, I want to add to that. I, like I want to take a piece of that. Mm-hmm. and put it in my toolkit <laughs> um I I definitely want a pause button to mm-hmm. kind of continue this um not being explosive or reactive and I would like a mirror for some self-reflection and a magnifying glass to kind of like really zoom in <laughs> a, a, a macro lens perhaps to really um and also to uh, maybe a wide angle to just like zoom out also to see the full picture so that I'm like getting a real uh what's the word I'm looking for like um starts with a c contractor like complete like it means like oh. complete but yeah. I would I would just like a, a, a wider scope of what I'm reacting to and to really reflect on why am I feeling this way? Um, Because I think that is like a practice of self-compassion and also showing compassion to others. Um, I'm going to change my answer because I realize (laughs) it's just like for for like what we're talking about. Um, I would say um, picking your own battles kind of just like should I care about this Mm. no I shouldn't um and then maybe the other one is um learning about like how delivery of like what you say not just affects the other person but also affects you um huge like constructive criticism is I think like it's part of like the toolkit that like we should all have to like to be better but also 
how you respond to that constructive criticism and like how you provide constructive criticism also is indicative like of how you are and like what your mental state is. Um, so delivery and also picking your own battles. Hell yeah. I think like, uh, are we are we leaving anything behind? Or uh, is there a send off that you'd like to um, give to 2022? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for me, um, I forgot to fill this out on the, on the <laughs> outline. Mine would just be, bye, bitch. <laughs> I'm ready for for greener pastures. I'm looking towards the horizon. Mm, that's very helpful. Um, I love it. Yeah, especially you in, in the hardcore school system. Um, I think, you know, when I when I think about leaving something behind, I'm thinking about 2019 Jean. And I think I'm leaving behind being a know-it-all. Um, that's really hard being a Virgo. So that's a big step for me, bitch. Um, so um, I want to be open to more experiences, people's and possibilities. Like during the pandemic, I watched like too many too, true crime shit. Just too much on Netflix, y'all. Um, <laughs> that it made me really scared to travel to Boston. Like, I mean, 2010 Jean was like, yeah, let's go to Vermont. Let's go like, let's go everywhere. Let's go to New York or whatever. And so like, just to go to Boston, I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was like, why am I like this? I'm not usually like this. And so um, I actually lost my voice on Friday, Saturday when I was there. So I navigated the city mute. Um, uh, and so like, it was really cool to be wrong right because strangers like really stepped up on being kind and helpful to me like for example like I was ordering food and the cashier couldn't hear me so when my food was ready she was gonna walk it to me because she thought I probably also couldn't hear um yeah it was just like you didn't and there was a huge line and she was gonna do that so um also like people on the plane almost fought to give me a seat like I was like is somebody sitting here you know what I mean and then they're like you can sit there and they're like no we're sitting in the seat and they're like no she can sit there and they were gonna fight in the plane on the way to Chicago. <laughs> and I was like whoa um people really do care out here um so anyway that taught me that sometimes on the other side of fear can be like a really cool surprise that you know like people would throw down for me for just meeting me for two seconds so yeah you uh you starting shit without starting shit <laughs> no that's that's you can't virgo escape energy. that you can't you're the you're a triple of virgo so that's just inescapable <laughs> i guess it's just how you inform shit that's being started i guess your impact is different <laughs> oh gosh um i think i'm gonna say uh binaries are boring y'all like and i'm not just talking about gender but just like everything in life is at a gray scale i will say mm-hmm. or like a, just some shade of gray and like we don't have to live in extreme polarities mm-hmm. at all moments <sighs> right so i would i uh, encourage folks to really uh, look at the or consider making room for in between mm-hmm. feelings are you saying fluidity is more fun um, and always water sign. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit the recommendations. What is good? Uh, the A Four Zine Club at UNLV. Let um, big shout out to Tracy and Manny 
for um, getting folks really excited about zines on campus. Um, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but like I really I was always thinking, where, where were they when we were in undergrad and thinking, oh, they're probably in middle school. So, um, <laughs> you know, good enough. I'm grateful to, that our paths have crossed now. Um, and I also want to recommend uh, Eileen Pascoe, a fiber artist and professional artist educator based out of Las Vegas. Um, she was pretty instrumental in um, helping Team Cozy uh, navigate the empowerment art that uh, we did early in the spring. And that's Jean was talking about how the art that we um, collaborated with the youth at the Hollywood Rec Center, there was a, um, a dedication for that mm -hmm. last week. And so I'm really proud of us. And so you I'm got gonna, a big hug. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out the three of us also. Yeah, it was really cute. Like A long hug. <laughs> one, of, one of the youth there like was good, like deadlifting me. Super. <laughs> like, that child is strong. Um, and I, you know, really had to suck it up in the moment. Like, I normally uh encourage others to cry but i really needed to like just hold it in because we were on camera also. Yeah. so maybe you'll see um cozy on the news i don't know um and i do want to shout out someone named htt peanut on instagram i think they're a pretty popular studygram mm -hmm. account um and like technology and i'm really uh i've definitely gone into the uh like I got the lights and stuff, but I don't, I don't have the, <laughs> the customizable keyboard yet, but yeah. I believe they're, they're based out of the Philippines. Ooh, we love Filipino shout out. Wow. Um, number one, woolen woven socks, because God damn, the temperature dropped out of nowhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I'm wearing, I'm wearing socks or uh, wool socks right now and they're super warm. Um, number two, this is my like read of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, it just came out. It's called The Gospel of Wellness, Gems, Gurus, Goop, and the False Promise of Self-Care. And it's by Rena Raphael. Um, a little problematic. She is like white influencer type, writing about influencer self-care. Um, but <laughs> it is like it is revealing how like commercialized self-care actually is like hurting people mm, and mm. i'm like bruh fake self-care fake self-care um and then number three as the future librarian y'all public libraries you can rent video games wow so gene wow. um if Ew. you need to ever play like the new pokemon snap for like a week <gasps> you you can get it there um i currently have warrior right now which is like a game that i used to play on my GameCube like 10 years ago and it has like weird so you know how like Mario Party has fun mini games yeah um WarioWare is like chaotic kind of mini games like pick this person's nose or like kick this like kick this like person's like shin or something and like those are those are the WarioWare um um mini games and they're super fun <laughs> But yeah, go to the public libraries. They have video games for PS4, um, for different consoles. And there's a lot on the Switch, Gene, as a new Ooh, Switch member. Thank you for access. Um, yes. 
Ooh, I'm so excited. Uh, so my three recs are Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival is on November 5th in the Clark County Library. It'll be super duper fun. Um, it's always a good time and also a free event. We love it. We love it. Um, number two, this episode will air the same day on October 30th, Gina's Cartoon Club at Ghost Kid Comics. Um, it is a no creep zone. So um, you know who you are. Anyway, um, then <laughs> um, my third recommendation is Boston, just the whole city, uh, y'all. Like, um, it was just so cool to be in a space where people were just talking about reading books. Um, and when people wanted to be friends, um, they didn't give social media handles, they gave phone numbers. <laughs> like, I was like, is, am I in what's happening here? Like, this is the past. Like, um, so that was kind of odd, um, in a surprise human way. So people still do that. Anyway, um, I just want to thank y'all for sharing again about the changing season. It's not always easy to talk about change, um, what's going on in our minds, but uh, that's just important. Um, we are back into uh, being in person and being in a super fast paced time. And um, the two years felt like 10 years and a blip for others. So this is Jean. This is Daniel. This is now.